0: begin now.
1: All right, let's get this thing started. Little after hours here on Six Ten Sports Radio from six until nine. I would assume that seven PM, uh, we'll give you everything we got. Right, the schedule's been leaked. I'm sure you've got a phone. I'm sure you've got a friend that sent you a screenshot. I think Jay Binkley was the first one that sent me the screenshot today of like the entire league schedule. Now, the only reason why, yeah, of course, the only reason why I'm not going to read those games is because it's still leaked. We don't have an official indication. Now we do have basically like half the schedule. And we've got a couple of topics that are around that schedule that you saw some of the games get announced yesterday. I'm a little keyed up on this schedule.
2: You, you don't want to just reckless, you know, recklessly speculate. Like that sounds fun to me.
1: Yeah, I you're mean, not down like, for that. I don't know, man. I just.
2: I mean, that's I what don't. we do here. Come on. I feel it's kind like, of our motto here at Six Ten. Yeah, you're just reckless. It's I fine. feel
1: like I hate this schedule.
2: What? Why so?
1: I just think they they missed.
2: They missed on a, on quite a few, I think. I, yeah. I agree with you.
1: I and, and the ones that they missed on are the important ones, right? Like I don't really I don't really get excited about playing the AFC West just because like I don't know it's to give it like in a Royals analogy, you know, you don't really get juiced up to go see the White Now nah, if you want to see the Royals win, you'll go see them play the White Sox, apparently. Um <laughs> but you don't really get like I feel like the cheapest tickets of the year are always against like the Raiders, Chargers, Broncos. Right. And uh, they had a bunch of opportunities to do things that could have been done, in my opinion, a little bit better. Now, again, I don't, you know, I don't go on people's platforms and tell them that they don't know how to do their job. You should, but I think they had a couple of swing and misses. Now, I think there are certain things that are now with how the schedule is done. And we'll get into this kind of on the second part where I think the NFL has jumped the shark when it comes to primetime games. But uh, it was announced, and it is official, that the NFL will kick the season off Thursday night, September 7th at Arrowhead Stadium, G-E-H-A, Chiefs and Lions. Now, um, I like the Lions. I think the Lions are fun. I, I believe in the Lions. I think the a and a, I think the NFC North is a little bit wide open this year, more than it's ever been. Obviously, that is um, a division that has a lot of change, right? Aaron Rodgers is no longer with the Packers. Justin Fields is getting to his own, at least kind of what we saw last year. He kind of turned the corner. And uh, Minnesota is still there with Kirk Cousins, who remains the second-best quarterback in the NFC, which equals to be about the... Twelfth best quarterback in the AFC, which is another topic for tonight. By the way, side note, um, Harold Kuntz of Fox Four will join the show at 6 30. Uh good, good friend of mine talk about this because I feel like he's kind of on the same on the same theory uh with the schedule. And again, the Lions and the Chiefs will open up Thursday night football September 7th at 7 20 p.m. And you can hear that action on 1065 the Wolf. Now, there's a couple of theories where I think people are like, Dusty, maybe just calm down. But I don't want to calm down. Don't. Don't do it. You had a a really good opportunity to make this game, I believe, one of three matches, and I'll rank them. You had it on a silver platter, a no-excuse, roster v. roster at the healthiest point, barring any sort of preseason injuries, it should have been Cincinnati. Should have been Cincinnati. And I understand that people will say, but Dusty, it's fine. They'll play Cincinnati in week 17. Okay. Week 17, to me, is too high of a risk for a reward. I don't know if both rosters will, A, be fully healthy by then, B, if that game will be meaningful, and C, there could be excuses. Well, the temperature is negative 10. There's snow in the forecast. And I get it. You got to play football, right? You got to play, you know, you got to play the game. And the thing that I... The thing that really upsets me about this is that the other thing about it is that a lot of people have kind of said to me throughout the week when I was filling in on Monday with uh, the tribe, with Rob, is that it's week one, it's game one. Why do we need a big-time matchup? Everybody would be tuned in. That is a very fair point. But it's Chiefs in Cincinnati. It is the clear-cut rivalry of the NFL everybody's still talking about it. In fact, they went through the Cincinnati like locker room and asked all their players, who do you want? Week one chiefs, 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 Orlando Brown chiefs. They even did like a mockery of, uh, of the chiefs in their social media on the Cincinnati's well done. They had, uh, they had the, uh, uh, Orlando Brown jr. Filming the mayor. And he was like, we're excited to play the Kansas city chiefs. And that is all I have to say. perfect. Smart. Get it while it's hot. It's fresh. It's, it's it's there for the taking, not Cincinnati.
2: So yeah, go ahead. The ceiling is is so much higher for that week set. Like you're right. It it could be a dud, it could be for nothing. Right? But the ceiling for it, it could also be for that one seed. And, and it could the, mean everything. And that's, that's what they're counting on. But that's
1: all they're betting on.
2: But you don't get that in week one if you make that matchup. That's like a futures
1: bet. That's it like it a, is that's 100%. Like a hundred percent. That's like a plus fourteen hundred. Now It is week 17. We know week 18 is a divisional matchup gazoo with everything that is, you know, this game probably will get flexed to Saturday. Nobody cares about Chiefs and Chargers in week 18, but week 17, that's Christmas Eve or that's New Year's Eve. Don't like that. Now, again, I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, man, I got to go to, like, Club Pure and got to be there by 7. I'm not a, I'm not a New Year's Eve animal.
2: No, not that kind of guy. no, no, no. Party no. animal.
1: More of like, uh, hey, I'm at a buddy's house. Everybody has kids these days. I'll get wasted, but I'll Uber home. I'm not going to go to a club and dance, right? We, we are old. I think last That's year fair. the highlight of New Year's Eve was karaoke. You know? I like karaoke. I can do karaoke. I don't need to go to a bar to do karaoke. I would.
2: You're a karaoke guy? Love it. Wouldn't have pegged you for that. Don't
1: have to be hammered either. It could be stone cold, sober, walking up, first beer in hand, knock out a song. Good for you. No Big time. No way. You know me, I'm not shot. No way. Shout out Kay Adams. All right, all right. And I think the the second matchup that they could have had that was also on a plate and a platter presented to them was Miami, right? Because we knew that early on in the month, They were saying it was going to be Chiefs and Bears in Germany, and then next year it's going to be Chiefs and Panthers. And I've got a theory as to why I think it's the Dolphins and Chiefs in Germany. And it came out loosely through the tea leaves that Chicago's fans will travel. The timing is the same when it comes to zoning, when it comes to Chicago and Kansas City, same time frame. And it's not that far. In fact, we're still in a time. I mean, it's 2023, and people can take an Amtrak on a a train, to come to a football game. Like, that's where we're at. You could straight Yellowstone, John Dutton, this thing to Arrowhead from Chicago, like straight train tracks. Now, if you're in Yellowstone, you don't want to go to the train station. Shout out to you if you get that reference. But Miami seemed like the next logical opener, right? It's not a division game, but there's smoke there. There's a fire to be sat around and watched for entertainment. Tyree Kill back in Kansas City. Because we all know the obvious. That game is going to start, and before that game starts, the Chiefs are going to get their rings, they're going to unveil a banner, they're going to have a big ceremony, and nobody for the Lions gives a rip. Now, this part of it is my bias from Kansas City because I love rivalries in sports. I thought it was great when Mahomes and Kelsey came out in the NWO white and black and did the trophy ceremony and people got sour about it. To me, nothing screams turning heel more than having you getting your rings and your banners in front of an ex player or a rivalry team. Cincinnati does that. Miami does that. And you had Tyree come out and say that he called the Kansas city blanks rhymed with chiefs, but starts with a Q. Thank you. And it was interesting to know that none of those games came to fruition. And then the third one that I would listen to that you could have had, which doesn't need to necessarily happen because it actually isn't a good slot, was the Super Bowl rematch. It's not very often that it lines up perfectly. And I am a believer that if the stars align, you should definitely take your time. And like, hell, if there's a comet and it's a clear sky, I will get, you know, dad's binoculars out and check them out. And even though there's like some people probably think I'm looking into windows.
2: I mean I you are creepy.
1: I don't do that. You are. I'm yeah. not, I'm well, not well, I'm not a peeping well, Tom. It's debatable. I don't feel like I need to get binoculars to see somebody's hoo-haws. That's just something you gotta like give the notion. Like, hey, how you doing? Consent, huh? Right. And the thing that's interesting about it is this is one of those years, like you're playing the Philadelphia Eagles, who you just played in the Super Bowl. And it just so happens they're one in two power ranks. And not only that, there's a lot of very good similarities of both teams as to where they're at. Who's the best team in the NFC as of right now? Philadelphia. Who's the best team in the AFC as of right now? Kansas City. Both healthy, nothing wrong, and they are similar to where they ended the year last year. But again, it gets punted on. And we get the Detroit Lions. Again, I'm not here to trash Detroit. But is it fair to Detroit? Like Detroit's supposed to have that, like, surgeons this year. They kind of showed some heart, tenacity last year. They showed a lot of, you know, hey, we can win games. We're not a laughingstock of the NFL. Keep us out of the conversation that has the Browns and the Cardinals and all, though, in the Broncos. We're not in that level anymore. We've gone up a floor. We're no longer in the basement. We're no longer putting coals on the fire to keep the ship moving. We're now a little bit comfortable. We don't have AC yet, but we got, you know, circulation through windows. But I don't think the Chiefs and the Lions is what the NFL should have gone with night one when you had three clear-cut options that were a little bit better. Now I get it. You got Sunday night football, you got Monday night football, and you got other big games as well. But I think they missed when it came to opening night. And I get it if you don't need the big matchup for game one because it's the first game. Everybody's tuned in. You know, everybody was tuned in last year on game one when it was the Bills and the Rams. But again, the Bills were the Super Bowl favorite in the AFC and the Rams were the NFC champion, the Super Bowl champion. And it was like, all right, that makes sense. That's a powerful matchup. They didn't play that game in week 12. But again, I digress. Coming up on the other side, I do think the NFL, when all these primetime games get collected, I mentioned it earlier. The NFL is jumping the shark. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Beautiful That is That's what you are coming from Alright, Peter ODB, man. This song always reminds me of um Warren Beatty cuz he's the character in the song yeah. and then he like rips his face off and it's White Jean. And I believe the very talented female voice in this is Maya. That
2: is uh that is correct. Good for you, sir. Good for you. Let's
1: go baby, let's go. Good for you. I love this song, man. I know it's a kind of like a remake, but it's it, it's pretty good. You're
2: you're a ghetto superstar. Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know about
1: that either. But I feel like I we'll could go be, that. though, if I grew up in the ghettos.
2: Yeah, I, I, I always said you got some in you.
1: Yeah, you know. Somebody said in the text number 816, I believe that alcohol would survive without karaoke, but not the other way around. Praise Agreed. God. Yeah.
2: All right, karaoke's awful. I don't know how you do it.
1: I don't know. Awful. I kind of always have like the...
2: You just have no shame. I mean, that's really what not it really, is. You yeah. just have no shame.
1: Not really. I feel like I'm judged the minute I walk into a room, so it's like, how can I flip these people's opinions as quick as possible,
2: and just completely embarrass yourself and not care about it? It's not really
1: embarrassing. Awesome. Like it'd be embarrassing if I like went up there and tried to sing like Celine Dion.
2: So, so you at least keep it in your wheelhouse, yeah. kind of thing. Right? Oh yeah,
1: and like you got to read the room. You know, like if I go to like like I'm going to St. Louis tomorrow morning, real early, because my sister graduates from Webster, and that's Congratulations. On S- that's on set. Thank you. That's on Saturday. And then uh tomorrow I'm gonna go hang out with uh my best friend, and we're gonna play golf at nine. And uh I'm gonna be honest with you, man, I was really hoping that Royals game was gonna get postponed till like 3 30, 4 o'clock.
2: That's what I was hoping. And I'm then I was yeah, and then I was I'm like, all right,
1: you. okay, okay, here we go. Like, let's play this game a little bit later. No, we'll just wait an hour. We waited two the other night, but today we'll just wait an hour, which was fine. It got played. I know today was uh what school day at the K? I've made the mistake of going to that game once in my life, not knowing it was school day at the K.
2: Mistake, huh? Brutal, man. Yeah.
1: I mean, brutal. Like just kids. Every, but I mean, you know, praise God on kids, man. Like I mean, congratulations. You get to have fun, see slugger. Just like, I'm not into that at a Royals game. Like every pop fly, they scream, think it's a home run because you know the seats are like jacked up. They're all up in the upper deck. But good for them. They got to have fun today. Uh, Jay Binkley also does not like the schedule. Like Mr. Football. I mean, like, you put two teams on a screen, he likes it. Doesn't like the schedule. Also notes that they play a bunch of elite quarterbacks. The only dud quarterbacks they really play against are –
2: That's not surprising, though.
1: Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, Russell Wilson. Jordan Love. I mean, we'll
2: see.
1: You're saying you have faith
2: in in Mr. Love? Because I'm going to go ahead and – I don't think I'm going too far out on the limb to say yeah, he's not very good. I mean, for well, we God's sakes, know, Andy Reid didn't even know his name.
1: I don't think we know enough yet to give full I honest opinion. I think we
2: have enough to know that he's not going to be an elite quarterback. He may be serviceable. Yeah, he's not going to be elite.
1: Yeah. Um, somebody said you think Cousins is only the twelfth best in the AFC. I'd like to hear the eleven that are better. I mean, shoot. How do we rant?
2: Do we really even need to? Do we need say, to do
1: that? Mahomes. Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Jackson, Lawrence, Watson, Rogers. I'm not putting Watson on that list. Rogers is seventh. Um. So yeah, maybe not 12th. I might've been a little dramatic there, but then I would say that like, where do you put Jalen hurts? If you put him in the AFC top seven, I mean, do you put him above Herbert, or do you put him in that window between Herbert and Jackson? I don't know. I don't know. I just think Kirk Cousins is just kind of one of those guys that, like, he's like your pitcher in the MLB that goes, like, 10 and 8. Probably put
2: two above him.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think Lawrence is good, man. I don't know why people hate on Trevor Lawrence so much. Goff, Wilson, and Jimmy G have all been to Super Bowls.
2: Someone, someone from the from the NFC has to go to the Super Will, Bowl.
1: Russell Wilson, <laughs> uh, great defense, played good too, but he's obviously fallen off a lot. Do we need to bring up last year? Jimmy G, need I say more? Great defense, lost. Jared Goff, sure, lost to the Patriots. Why? Because Bill Belichick completely disheveled that man. Or made that man disheveled. I don't know why does everybody hate Trevor Lawrence? Like why does nobody believe in Trevor Lawrence?
2: Uh I think Has he it, won a playoff game? It's because he came in with so much hype and he hasn't quite lived up to it, but he's also been he hasn't been gib Dealt the best cards, right? He I mean, Urban Meyer Urban, exactly. as a rookie. Exactly. And then the
1: next year he got Doug Peterson. They went to the playoffs, won a playoff yeah. game, and then lost to the Super Bowl champions. He
2: hadn't been necessarily set up for success, which I think he is now because I do love Doug Peterson as a coach. They're it? about
1: to win that division but the will next be successful. three years. Yeah. And he's going to be a high-paid quarterback. Why does everybody hate Trevor Lawrence? Not it's everybody the hair. hates Trevor Lawrence. It's the hair. That's fine. I it's mean, the he, he kind of does have that like uh, Marilyn Manson and Macaulay Culkin had a kid. And it became Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I see it. But I just don't understand, like, the text line doesn't like Trevor Lawrence. Text line's always like, Trevor Lawrence is Because I know that I'm biased because I'm going to make him my futures MVP bet. Just because I think with that offense, because Mahomes is not winning another MVP unless he goes, like, 15-2. and And throws for 5,050 touchdowns. They'll just get to that point where they're like, eh. Or.
2: LeBron effect.
1: Or he goes full Peyton Manning and he wins, like, six MVPs and. Whatever. But I just think that Mahomes has now had like two MVP seasons where one he threw for fifty and five thousand and the other he just didn't have a huge supporting cast and he had everybody, you know, show out. Nine is on team likeness. I picked Lawrence as my MVP in the future and I'm targeting for my fantasy quarterback. Have you seen what that what that offense looks like, bro?
2: I mean, the text line is right though. Lawrence does have a very punchable face.
1: Sure, and his personality is very like dry. Like, he's yeah. very like, "All right, guys, let's go out there and." I mean, win but he's at Waffle
2: House. That, I mean, great. Get points for that, right? Sure, Waffle House guy.
1: I don't know. Coming up in three minutes, Harold Coons of Fox Four joins us here on After Hours. Stay tuned. We'll get to more of that. Plus, what Andy Reid had to say on the New Heights podcast. If you haven't heard it yet, I'll give you some nuggets, and then you can wa- you can listen to it at nine o'clock after this show here on Six Ten Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. La, 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 la. Except it's Thursday night.
2: Close enough.
1: You would even karaoke this song?
2: I don't karaoke, my man. Feel like not would. my thing. No, not enough alcohol in the world for that.
1: Somebody says people hate Trevor Lawrence because he looks like an avatar. It's fair. That would be a huge fair. Trevor Lawrence flex if he just braided his hair and just had like a braid. He could do it.
2: I don't know if he can pull that off. Okay.
1: Join us now, Fox Four Kansas City's Harold Coons. Harold, how are you? The city, my guy. What's going on, Dusty? How you doing, man? I'm. You know, I'm just kind of pissed. Why? Because I hate this schedule release, man. I don't like the games. I don't like how it's drawn out. I think it's just kind of rude how it gets leaked. And I wish that they would just like, in a flash of a second, just throw it
3: out there. Well, I agree with you in the sense that I wish they'd just send out an email with the schedule at whatever time and said, here you go. <laughs> uh I, it, it Every year, it's it's more and more because they want to do a show at 7 o'clock, right? Yeah. That's fine. But you do realize the business that people are in, that they're going to try their very best to find these releases and say somebody that works at ESPN, uh, somebody there is going to get their holds on a schedule that's in the graphic department and leak it. Say you work at Amazon, somebody yeah. works there, somebody's going to leak it. It just like leaks, 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 and the next thing you know, you can pretty much pair it up, and you pretty much get a, a real sense of what the schedule is going to be like before the release day. So at that point, what do you need? Like, you, you know what's happening.
1: <laughs> it just kind of makes it anticlimactic climatic if you're asking me for Because, I mean, we've all been waiting for four months. Who are they going to play week one? Everybody has their opinion. You don't need any of that if you just were to release it and just let us all know. And then you get just the disappointing feeling of, congratulations, you're getting the Lions on September
3: 7th. Yeah, I mean, well, you could do that. Or we could do, like, college football where you know all the games in 2027. Yeah. Um, you, you're like you know, like I, you know, when you see Kansas is already playing Lindenwood in twenty twenty seven or twenty eight, you're like, okay, whatever. You're not thinking about that back then. But right. The NFL likes to keep the suspense because you know they keep us by their toes. That's what happens when twenty five, thirty million people watch your games on Thursday or even Friday, Black Friday or something. Like that Yeah.
1: Um. Your opinion on the Lions to open up the season?
3: I'm okay with it. Um. I mean, once. You kind of got the understanding that uh, – I mean, I, I thought it was going to be either Detroit or Miami before, before anything. I thought for sure it was going to be one of those two um, because I was like, they're not going to do a division game. I feel like Philadelphia is going to be something that's protected by someone, and it ends up being a Monday night game. Um, and then you think about the other – Cincinnati and Buffalo, I thought maybe they're too premier to put in week one. So And then I, one of the Chicago and Detroit games was going to be in Germany. Well, they ended up putting Miami in Germany. So I was like, all right, then it's going to end up being Detroit or Miami. And I was like, well, I thought it would be Miami just because of the whole Tyreek Hill angle and then everything else involved with just a decent opponent. Because usually the Super Bowl champion, they play a team that's decent, but they would be favored to win. And I thought, all right, that fits Miami. And they got storylines there with two uh, Tyreek, but then the NFL doesn't care about your storylines locally. They care about making money and they want to send Miami out to Germany for a premier game. Sure. Go play in Frankfurt. So, hence result, a Detroit Lions team that is favored by many in Vegas to be a NFC North champion and a contender in the NFC, at least for a divisional round game. So, I think it's a good match. I mean, it was a tough home schedule so you couldn't go wrong with any pick. They just went with Denver. So, I mean, or with, with Detroit. And, you know, I... I I can't be too mad about it. I mean, they're going to play them eventually. So, but good. But the main thing is the chiefs are going to be dropping a banner. And I was at the game where they played the Houston Texans when they dropped the banner the first time, at least well, the second time in chiefs history. And they had a big Lombardi trophy and they had the banner. And then there was also 17,000 people there because of COVID. So, you going to go all out, and, you know, put some more bells and whistles to it. And that's really what's going to be the main thing. It's going to be a celebration of the Chiefs. And here now, the ball is kicked and you have the Detroit Lions to face. I think that's much more what the importance is of that day than the opponent, honestly. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I get that. I just feel like there's a little bit of, I don't know, I, I feel like if you want, I always kind of been poisoned because I grew up during the attitude era during the WWE days, or I guess that then it was the WWF. And so like, <laughs> yes. I just feel like the more you can add to storylines, you can make the product that, I mean, like for a, for a while, it was like stone cold and Bret Hart. And then that just evolved to stone cold and, and HBK and then DX comes around. And it's like all these gigantic conglomerates where like, sometimes it just wasn't on the card. And yep. that's where I kind of like this. Cause you have Orlando Brown goes to the dark side Uh, the mayor kind of does like a rehash, like a, like almost like in the wire where they've gotten gotten now. They're kind of like on your side. Like, Oh, you know what? Actually, like, I think I've said enough. I think this is clean. Let's go with that. They did a wonderful job on their thing, but it also kind of like indicates to me, like is the bills and the chiefs, is that rivalry gone? Like, is that, is that something the NFL doesn't see as a selling point? Cause that from what I've seen leaked is a four is a three twenty five game. And it's later on in the season after a buy where you could have that comfortably be at the chief stadium. You could have the banner released. You could have the rings being, cause to me, where I looked at this hero was you do it against Tyreek. Obviously fans would love that. They eat it up. The, the NFL eats it up. They highlight it. You know, that some poor guy's job as a cameraman is to just zoom in on Tyreek Hill during the entire time. <laughs> you knew that, you know, somebody's going, Hey, camera two, don't leave. Don't leave Tyreek's face. We'll go to you every other shot. Um, and then you look at, you know, the other storyline, which is Cincinnati, which is still very, very, very fresh. Like that two-liter yeah. has not gone flat yet, and it's still got a couple of more nights till it is done. And then you kind of look at like where the stars align, and I get it, they don't like to do Super Bowl rematches, but man, how great that game was and how I guess similar these rosters kind of are. Yes, both have had departures, both have had people come in and drafts have happened. But I mean, you're talking number one GM versus number two GM number one roster versus number two roster in a Super Bowl, which a lot of people would love to see that game again. I get it. They don't normally do it, but it just so happened that the the game was at, is in Kansas City, it is a rematch, and you do play each other. I just feel like they had a big miss when it came to the first game of the season.
3: Yeah, and I mean, for that reason, I would have gone with Miami. I thought Miami was right. the ideal pick, but um, I mean, that, yeah, the league went with Detroit. I mean, and this seems to be much more of a selling point on their confidence in Detroit, which – you know, I think they just take the Chiefs for granted. Like we know, we know we're going to put you in prime time spot, spots. We know you have premier games that you're going to you're going to get your play. I think more of a matter is now is like, all right, we got to push another team aside. I mean, you, you look at some of these Thursdays. Well, let's look at last Thursday, um, last year's opener. Mm-hmm. It was the Bills. So yeah. Maybe that's why they didn't want to put put the Bills in two consecutive season openers, and they destroyed the Rams. But we found out the Rams were terrible. Right. So. And then, I mean, you look at uh, look at Kansas City when they went to New England that one year. You know, that fits the bill. A competitive team in conference that, you know, should give you a challenge, but isn't expected to win. Now, of course, we know the Chiefs blew out the Patriots. But, I mean, it was something where that's usually kind of the groundwork of what they lay. And the only exception was the year 100 when they did Bears-Packers because of the historical ramifications. Right. So, it, it, it's, it's an inter- we don't know what goes on in those NFL meetings about who they, they've got their system on what they rate and what they value more than anything. And again, here we valued the, the Tyree kill or like maybe doing Cincinnati. But if you look at the previous two Cincinnati matches in the regular season, they've always been in December. They've been late. Mm-hmm. Um, the first year was, I was not on purpose because they didn't realize how good Cincinnati was going to be. But the second year was absolutely on purpose. And this year's absolutely on purpose after putting it this late. And CBS probably said, we want to protect this game as much as absolutely possible. And that's what they did. Um, Fox does the same thing. I'm sure Monday night football, and the folks at ESPN do the same thing. And definitely Sunday night football does with NBC. So um, yeah, NBC probably had to okay it too when they're like, all right, you're giving us Detroit, but whatever, you know, we we already know it's going to have a big national audience because it's the first game of the season. And you, you take that into custom and you're like, look, we have Patrick Mahomes. So that's, easier audience. Now, it's just a matter of like putting a competent opponent there, hence the Detroit Lions. And they just didn't want to do a divisional game that early. Um, so they did. I mean, like I, it, all the projections have the Jaguars at uh the second week and I think that's an even trickier game just because you're playing Jacksonville in week 2 when it's still hot in Jacksonville. So, that could be interesting. And uh yeah, it just it, again, the NFL just does what they want to do. Um they say they listen to us. They don't listen to us. Not a chance. Not a chance, man. <laughs> a, and we just have to deal with it. And they're like, all right, here's the schedule. And I mean, But the storylines are still going to be the storylines, whether it's Cincinnati late in the season, Buffalo middle of the season. Um, you, you mentioned Buffalo and Cincinnati, um, where they are. And I think a lot of that has to do with it's not so much Buffalo, Kansas City is not a robbery, mm-hmm. so much as Cincinnati, Kansas City has replaced that. So they put much more stock into that game than they would Buffalo, uh, Kansas City, and especially the way Buffalo ended their year last season by getting blown out by Cincinnati in the snow at home. And the questions revolved around where they go because they put so much in the tank with uh, putting that team together just for it to not come out the way they wanted it to and um, all their personnel ups and downs that have been going through the offseason. I think they just put more stock in the Cincinnati game, and that was the end of it.
1: What, uh, is there a game that you, that you love on the schedule? Cause one I love right now that sticks out that I know is because it's primetime game is that week four matchup against the jets. We finally get the matchup. There shouldn't be any issues. You'd think that, I mean, it's Rogers. There could be an issue next week, but there it's still kind of young in the season to me, jets chiefs in New York, that, that game screams like probably like my favorite as of right now with not seeing anything that has developed throughout the season injury-wise, but finally get that matchup. Maybe there's one different out of the, out of the box that maybe kind of grabs your attention.
3: Uh, 100% agree with you. I think the Jets is the cool one because you finally get the State Farm Bowl. And as a bonus, you get it in market number one. Let's think about this for a second. Petra Mahomes has never played a game in New York or the New York metro area um, because the Giants game was here. And then the last time I played the Jets was also here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you've got you've got your big star and the biggest market, and you've got another big star. You've got the two biggest and really big social media people, too, with their followings. So, I mean, you look forward to the Pat McAfee Tuesday meeting with Aaron Rodgers during the <laughs> middle of the season. You know, what can be talked about there? You give it the Sunday night audience. I mean, that's that's big time right there. You know, the Jets are back in prime time. You've got New York interested, and they all get to watch Patrick Mahomes go over there and potentially carve up a Robert Salah defense and um, see Aaron Rodgers potentially do the same. So, I mean, you know, that's the hope. I mean, I, I imagine Chiefs fans hope that doesn't happen, obviously. Right. But, I mean, it could be. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still a quality quarterback at his age. So, I mean, you got the prime time matchup. I mean, it deserved a prime time audience. I mean, you get Joe Namath there probably – you know, two drinks in, trying to kiss uh, reporters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why Aaron Rodgers is struggling, um, yeah. but uh, no, it's it's going to be a fun. I, I I like that one, and then I I, I like the Super Bowl rematch. Obviously, yeah. um, I do like the fact that they put it a Monday night after a buy, so the Chiefs could take three or four days to. Um, the way the schedule lines up, we I mean, we can we know for sure that it's going to be after um, the bye week after the Germany game, so. Um, I like the way that they can get their clocks right for a whole full week, and then and go back to playing uh, a really what a very solid Philadelphia team. Which I think that's perfectly placed. I mean, both teams will still be in contention. I mean, you look at the way the NFL playoff structure is; pretty much half the teams in each conference make it. So you know, no matter what, they're going to be in playoff tension by week playoff contention by week 11. Even if the worst possible thing happened, they can still you can still be three and six and still be in playoff contention because your division might stink. Okay. So um I, I think that's a got a great storyline there i mean and this time i mean you've got the mama kelsey angle you've got the Andy reed angle again i mean we've covered this now yeah. four or five times when they played the eagles so it you know there's good angles there but i think those two were the ones that stuck out to me the most the, especially the jets one
1: yeah there'll definitely be a new heights podcast before that game i can guarantee you that oh, oh gosh yes um uh, last one. So we do a question every night. I'm gonna leak it a little bit early, but what's the one misconception people have about your
3: job? <laughs> uh I just I just show up and read copy <laughs> on TV and leave. <laughs> yeah. One you cut and you're done, man. That, that's, stuff? Yeah. That,
1: Dave, I bet I bet you've gotten some one cuts done though, like where you've been out on a site and be like, here's the story, get it. All right, let's get it. That's a wrap.
3: Yeah. Well, it depends. It depends. If I, if this, if I'm starting to put together a story at five thirty, then yeah, it's going to be one cut because it's got to be done in 30 minutes. That's but, right. Uh, you know, if it's uh, I know sometimes I'll go to like a one of those college football games at 11 o'clock and it ends at two thirty. We don't have a show till like maybe 9 PM because Fox shows college football a lot. And I'm like, I'm going home for like four hours and I'll just finish it later. So get you the it truly depends upon, yeah, it truly depends upon uh, what method you want to take to get stuff done.
1: Well, hey man, you're a busy man. I appreciate you taking time out of your Thursday night to join this program, and we'll have you on a little bit more often as the uh, as the off season and regular season comes to come uh, come unveiled. As we do this, uh, have fun watching the the schedule officially come out tonight, Harold. And we'll talk to you next
3: time. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to the social media wars <laughs> going on. So yeah, that's one right. I always look forward to. It's going to be great, man. But thanks for having me on. Appreciate Absolutely,
1: it. man. Anytime. Harold Koontz of Fox 4 joins After Hours. Come up on the other side. Andy Reid is the national treasure and must be protected at all times. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. It's not a, it's not very often where like I'm blindsided or officially given the undoubted opinion that somebody is exactly who they are 24 seven. Like some guys will have like Harold's a good example. Like Harold sounds like he does doing a package on the news, doing an interview on the radio and in person. Like, he doesn't give you the, hey, welcome to the my house. Like, the, you know, the radio the, voice. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know, like, I, I found this out because I was always worried that in my life I would try to alter my voice when I'm on the air. And then some people will sometimes tell me, like, you sound different. Like, you sound, like, you know, different on the – It's because you're hearing me through a speaker probably. But it was interesting when we did the draft, and I was walking around with uh, Steven Serta as he was getting stuff for uh, Arrowhead Pride, and I was doing stuff for 610 – and we were having a conversation walking into the draft, and a few guys kept like turning around and looking. I'm like, I don't know what these guys are looking at, man. Maybe it's because I'm in a suit. Um, and one guy finally was like, "Hey, are you uh, are you Dusty Light?" I was like, "I am." They're like, "Oh, dude, I thought that was your voice." Uh, was is that I was, like, was like, that okay. your first celebrity? No, that, it's happened before. Yeah, yeah. The only the one time where I was shocked was I was with my ex, and we were at a at a at a store getting clothes for myself. And I had a, a mask on because it was during COVID, so you couldn't take masks off. Right. And I was like, hey, man, can I use your are your dressing room so close? He was like, yeah, they are. I was like, oh, man, you know, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I was like, I lost a bunch of weight. I don't know if these clothes fit me. I don't know if, like, this, you know, this is the right. And he was like, wait a minute. He's like, are you Are you a dirty werewolf? And I was like, what the hell? And that was cool because, like, nice. she was there and she had yeah. to see it. And that was actually the first time it ever happened. Andy Reid is got to be – one of those people I can officially say is the same person, no matter, like, everyone's always like, oh, the cheeseburger line's always just like, I think that's just who he is. Like, the fluffy, joyous, colorful personality that, like, no matter where he goes, he's always the same person. I don't know if you've seen any cuts of the New Heights podcast. I have. Listen to how he says new news.
0: So we're going to start off. We always do this thing, new news. Can you hit us with We go, new news. New news, and then you do your version. Oh, are you you good on this? Yeah, let's go. All right, here we go. But first, as always, new news,
1: new news, new news. I mean, dude, yes, on the spot, that's what he had in his holster,
0: ready to run. We're going to start off. We always do this thing, new news. Can you hit us with it? We go, new news. New news. and then you do your version. Oh, are you, are you in on this? Yeah. He yeah, does the works. clear in the throat. Right, here we go. <clears throat> but first, as always, new news, new news, new
1: news. <laughs> like, that's Andy Reid, man. Like, I
2: mean, he came prepared. I mean, that's awesome.
1: No, because you like, even hear him, he's just like, eh, I'm gonna be in on this. Okay, like, that's he fun. knew this was
2: coming, and that's what he came with.
1: I mean, yeah. I thought it was interesting because like I'm going to listen to the full episode on my drive tomorrow. I'm leaving it at five o'clock in the morning to hit to St. Louis, Oof. and I, I mean I doesn't mind. I mean 75 cruise control, 70 east. I'll get there in two and a half hours. Um, but he had this. They asked him questions. This was him on the. Mahomes and Matt Nagy thing. When did you know that
0: uh, Patrick Mahomes was the real deal? I give credit to Brett Veach on that one. Shout out to Veach. Brett was a scout at the time, and from the first time that kid played, Dorsey and I had tapes on our desk, and uh, said, "You got to watch this guy. You have to watch him." And for two years, or how many years it was, we watched this kid. And Veach goes, "This is the best guy I've ever seen." You know, so Dorsey and I go, "Yeah, this guy's pretty good now." We said on the show that Matt and Nagy secretly gave Pat the answers to the draft interview.
1: I'm going and just gonna give you all the inside scoop, uh, Matt. Matt Nagy, who was the offensive coordinator then, he really liked me, so he gave me the plays they were going to go over the night before. So Coach Reed's finding out here live on New Heights Oh,
0: podcast. my gosh. Matt, Nagy, <laughs> how could you? Did you know that he had the
2: answers? And did that interview impress you if you did not? <laughs> yeah,
0: so listen, Veach. <laughs> no, no. So Veach and Nagy were teammates. Ah! Was a uh, Delaware. Delaware. They were, they were in cahoots. Delaware. Yeah, dead, dead giveaway. <laughs> so I had a couple little curveballs just to throw in there, just there a couple little curveballs, and he handled them. Right. Nice.
1: That right. Mahomes can hit the curveball, baby. <laughs> That's right. So that story comes like comes to fruition right out of the shoot in the podcast where they're asking him the whole story, and Andy Reid is, of course, in like a Bahama style shirt, very relaxed, very Andy Reidish. I'm telling you, man, Andy Reid is a is a natural. Uh, at this type of stuff. And I, you know, the state farm commercial, I remember hearing, uh, Carrington ask, uh, Patrick Mahomes when he joins him every football season on Mondays from two 15 to like two And he was like, you know, Andy had that scene. How did that come about? And, and Mahomes was like, dude, Andy's just like a natural. Like he's hilarious. We we're like, Hey, here's what we want you to do. And then like the whole throw in the marker, I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. And then this is one more, I don't want to ruin the whole podcast. So I just want to give you a couple, but uh, this was Andy Reid uh, roasting Travis Kelsey about being a quarterback. And let's talk some QBs. When did you know that I wasn't a QB?
0: Well, there are a couple of different times. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to take it take it back to New York, <sighs> Kelsey, he's looking to throw it. High school quarterback Kelsey will air it out. Looking for the big play. it's intercepted! Listen, if and don't run the ball. He has to set the coaching point you told him. Travis, do not throw this ball. You're not making a read. It's either there or you're running. He wanted to see if he could beat my pump pass and kick record. It was a good throw. It was a dart. Yeah, it's over to the <laughs> And then we come back, and we've got this play. We called it Black Pearl, and it was a beautiful thing. We get Tyreek to toss it to Kels, and Patrick goes in the end zone. One corner plays both of them. And like brother. And, and your brother. I'm not going to talk to him, yeah. but your brother choked. Yeah. He got there and it was. And, and then hold it. Not only that. So, this is like in the first, second quarter. It yeah. ruined him the rest of the game. I didn't mean, want to be there. Good thing Tyreek had 300 yards. This guy's got like the best arm ever. <laughs> and this was like a five yard, not <laughs> even a five yard, he could have run it in.
1: It was all bad, man. It was all bad. But he came back. Third came time's back. a charm, baby. That's right. So, that's Andy Reid on the New Heights podcast. We are a minute and 30 seconds away from the official release of the schedule. We'll keep you updated. We'll keep you informed and we'll let you know the times of every single game. It's officially official with the NFL schedule. No more leaks, no more teases. It's time to defend the kingdom. Julio Sanchez, Dusty Likens, two more hours left on After Hours. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.